spare a few minutes? Can I speak my piece? Great. This is another Rant in 10 with DJ Chris Black. Hello, people. What's up? DJ Chris Black. Chris Black. Rant in 10. This one's not going to have an episode number because this is just more of an informational video. Thought I'd put this out just to address some a topic, a certain topic in these COVID times, I'd say past COVID pandemic times. Cheers. This is turmeric, ginger, and a little bit of agave. It's good. Now, according to the, this, what the theme of this video is, it's the whole COVID thing and travel. So I'd say, first of all, build up your immune system. Lime, um, ginger, turmeric, sea moss, honey. Build up your immune system before y'all go take these tests. So I'm going to start. Um, <clears throat> first, I think Jamaica opened up in June. And I was going to go back. I was going to go to Jamaica in June as a tourist. I used to travel a lot, probably every month. I had a couple businesses in Guyana, setting up something in Jamaica. And COVID hit. I kind of saw the writing on the wall once they locked down all these people in, in Wuhan in China. And I said, something's coming. So I kind of made arrangements to to be prepared to sit here in Georgia for who, I don't know. I mean, first they said three weeks. You know it wasn't going to be three weeks. So that was March. Now here we are in November. And travel kind of eased up. Started, it kind of started with Jamaica because of the, the tourists. Um, tourism is such a big, a big, um, brings in so much money in Jamaica that they waited out COVID tourism our economy and it's dependent upon it so they released a program where anybody could visit Jamaica but you had to go through they had a systems in place as far as what you had to do as a tourist to visit the country it started with a whole lot of confusion um, I was supposed to go in June and I just canceled my tickets and decided not to go <laughs> Because they were and still are requiring you to take a PCR test to even board the plane to go down. So that's kind of what I'm going to cover Cover now. Um, first, you'd start off. Let me let me go over Sherpa first. Sherpa, I, I access them through um, American Airlines. Now, we'll talk about the, the, the place first. So if you if you knew where you wanted to go. Let's say, let me show you Dominican Republic because I didn't know that Dominican Republic isn't requiring a PCR test. So when you look at it's getting cold here in the States and you want to take some time out and you want to go visit somewhere, you kind of got to look at what's the easiest place to get to. The safest place, if that's your thing. If you're not concerned with COVID, then you want to look at the easiest place to go to. So if you put in a DR, say you're traveling the 26, you click see restrictions. 
It lays it out pretty simple. Most American travelers can visit Dominican Republic, but there are restrictions. Now over here where it says before you arrive in the Dominican Republic, that's what you want to look at. So it has a green, which means entry restrictions are easing up. Travelers are allowed to enter the Dominican Republic, which means no COVID. You don't have to mess with any of that. Now, I think with any country, they're going to require temperature screenings upon arrival and they may have some questions as far as same questions if you were in their courthouse or probably a school here in the u.s they're going to want to know where you've been and if you have um any health issues now if you do have any, of course if you have any health issues if you don't board a plane with a fever or anything like that and you should be good so right here it kind of lays out everything so you could basically walk to an airport get on the plane and go to Dominican Republic and you should be fine so if we go back let's see now we're gonna do Jamaica click Jamaica click a date see restrictions Most American travelers can visit Jamaica, but there are restrictions. <clears throat> you may have to quarantine when returning to the United States, and I highly doubt that. So it has a green checkbox. Entry restrictions are easing up. Travelers are allowed to enter Jamaica. Now, if you were to click Trinidad right now, I think the airport is still closed. It's gonna have a red box and a red check or a red X and just say you can't go, period. So you go to the next form that says mandatory travel authorization form. Travelers are required to complete a travel authorization form online before departure. So they have they have a Jamaica has a system in place to where you you do you submit an application requesting a travel authorization to go. And we're going I'm going to kind of go through that next. So the na the next box is proof of negative COVID-19 test results, which means before you board the plane, you're going to have to show that you had a, a, a negative COVID test, PCR test, um, to board the plane to go to Jamaica. And then here, they put travelers aged 12 years and older are required for the test, which is a bit a big thing. A lot of um, people are looking to vacation right now. They have kids and they may not want to put their kids through that PCR test. So Jamaica is a good option. DR is definitely a good option because they would you wouldn't have to and they wouldn't have to. Now for Jamaica it's 12 years, which is which is reasonable. I have a seven year old who I'm taking, so he won't have to. And that was a big thing for me. I'm not gonna put my child through a PCR test at this time. And I'll tell you why in a minute. Guyana, if you clicked on the same thing for Guyana it's going to be four years old. So different countries have different requirements on the age of the people that would have to provide a negative COVID-19 test. Now, as far as the COVID test, I was putting it off because I had some issues with the PCR test and I sat back and watched it for a while. First, remember the images that they portrayed to you as far as this COVID test and they show these long sticks 
with cotton on the end and that's supposed to go up your nose back into where and I don't know to nasal cavity to administer the test so I think a lot of people are apprehensive at first and had issues although a lot of people have taken it's only a couple seconds but it's like going to the dentist no matter what you're not gonna look forward to going to the dentist so I didn't want to do it I know a lot of people that just haven't taken it so we're gonna talk about um, whether the tests are effective or not Elon Musk say he took four tests, two came back negative, two came back positive. Erica Badu, she had two tests done, one in each nostril, one was positive, one was negative. So, I mean, it's really you just throwing, it's kind of like playing the lottery. You don't know what's going to come back. The issue is... I just took a test. So what if the test comes back positive and I'm fine? I'm just getting over a cold. I didn't have any fever or anything. So what do you do then? So I think this whole thing was kind of funny when you get into talking about asymptomatic carriers and stuff. So someone could test positive yet they have no symptoms, nothing changes. But once it tests positive, you can't board that plane. Now, my option all along was, well, let me tell you why I had issues with the test. So, I, like I said, the first thing was, it's not reliable. I mean, you can't, it's so much information out there. No one really knows how effective the test is. Um, that's issue number one. Issue number two is, I don't believe in putting foreign objects or matter into my body. That's why I don't, I don't like vaccines. And it's not a black, a blanket, but I'm going to research the vaccines and make sure I, I know what's going in my body. So it's the same thing. When you stick something so far up into your nose, you don't know what could be on that thing. And there were, there were um, stories of the actual COVID tests giving people the actual thing. Just like, you know, they say like, um the flu shot when you get the flu shot you're given a variation of the flu so you just have to be wary i'm wary of what goes inside my body so that's the next thing next thing is what's coming out of my body i never took any of the dna tests um where you take these swabs and you send them off to god knows who and they have this information on you so that was another thing. I don't know if they're pulling DNA and where this actual information is going. So that's why I just sat back on the test. But then you got to weigh it out. Okay, do you want to travel? It's been months. I haven't been down there. I, I'm paying rent on some places. So it, at some time, you know, I have to go down. They're eased, they've eased up a lot. Jamaica and a lot of other countries, they've eased up a lot. Because Jamaica's um, plan initially was very confusing. They also have these resilient zones and um, quarantine orders, which is all still confusing. But from what I understand is they've eased back on it once you actually do enter Jamaica because they had an app that you were supposed to download. It was a tracking app, tracking and tracing. And you had to check in on that app, I think, twice a day. I don't know how it is now because 
when I went through the authorization, they didn't have too much information on the app. So I don't know at this point. So that was my whole issue on the test. Then I found then to, to get the test, it wasn't just a test. So there's their words stating on um, Jamaica was it has to be, of course, from an authorized laboratory which means they have at-home COVID tests now. So it's not like you can just take an at-home COVID test and then submit that, your positive result. So that was an issue also because I brought, I printed out exactly what Jamaica was requiring. I took it to like three or four different labs, even the health department, and they couldn't give me a specific, they couldn't give me a good answer. So there was a lot of confusion right there also. So I wanted to make sure that I was, if I was putting myself through this test, Jamaica would accept it or American actually is the airlines that have to accept it because that's the first step is you have to present this upon boarding or, or check-in at the counter to check in to actually be able to, to take the flight. So you have the, the best bet would be your local health departments or something that's run by the county, city or state because they would have the most official results. But you also have Quest here. You have Apple Care, and you just don't know. So now I decided to do it with CVS. You have to pay for that. It's not free. It's not cheap. It's $130 if you don't have any symptoms and if you need it for travel, $138. They get you in pretty quick, which is another plus. And then they say the results you get back in two to three days, which is important. You need the results back because a lot of these a lot of these um, countries that are requiring a COVID, a negative COVID-19 test, you have to have taken the test a certain amount of days before you travel, which is brought into brought in another headache. So I did my test with CVS and it's a self test. So they basically give you a bag, which could be a random bag. That was another issue is I didn't want to pull up there and they have a bag with my name on it and giving me because I was just going to say, OK, that's the bag for me for my test. Can I have another one? Can you just pull a random one for my test? That's what I, that's what I was prepared to do. But when I got there to CVS, they just pull out a bag and that's the bag you're going to use. And then they attribute and then they put that bag to you. So you take that test. They give it to you in your car and they watch you swab each nostril for 15 seconds. And she said it only has to go in about an inch or so. So you make that for what it's worth. Um, it's a different, completely different experience than someone else there and pushing up your nose. So I did it. I was pleased with it. I'm happy with it. I would do it again. I'd do it if I have to travel again. So I don't have an issue with that. And then when you get your results, they have an app where it shows up on the app and you're good to go. So you could always pull it up if you get to the airport and you notice, damn, you left a certificate at home. You could always pull it up on your phone through the app. So um, the issue now with booking, what I did with American and I, some airlines, but American allows you to hold your ticket. So say if you're going to book your ticket, you're going to book your ticket for um, two weeks from now, a week from now, you can reserve it 
and then you hold it. If you do it today, they're going to hold it until 12 a.m. tomorrow night. Or, yeah, 12 a.m. tomorrow night. So, I did it that way. And I kept pushing it forward, pushing it forward to get inside of that window where you're within seven days now. I think they moved it to ten days. Which it used to be five days. Which five days was... Five days was pretty difficult because... You have to take the test, get the results to even know if you could fly. So, I mean, it's just a mess because seven days I could work with, but it was still difficult because I didn't want to pay for my ticket. I've lost too many tickets already because of the COVID, which they say you could use them back, but it's not like you get your money back. So you just get a travel credit. So I it's seven days. So I was trying to wait till last minute to book my ticket, to pay for the ticket, to know if my test results were even positive, to know if you could even fly. So you just got to factor all of that in. But the the Jamaica, Jamaica makes it pretty easy. So here, when you go visit Jamaica to request the travel authorization, it's going to have all the information as far as where you're coming from. Now, it gets tricky. You have people who are, I have a Jamaican passport, I have a U.S. passport. So I'm a Jamaican resident and a U.S. resident. Now they say for residents of the USA, these that's where these, um, the restrictions are gonna be more for you if you reside in the U.S. If you reside in Jamaica or you're a dual citizen, that's where I think it comes down to where have you been for the basically the past year. So if you've been in the U.S., even though you may be a Jamaican um, resident, I think you need to stick, do it as a resident of the U.S. just to protect yourself and go through the, the stricter restrictions. <laughs> so here they have all the information, the COVID, the test requirements, and then they go into the, the resilient corridors, which after I go down, I'll probably do another video on that because I really don't know exactly what's going on. But apparently they had the resilient corridors was a tourist region. I think it included Negril and, and Montego Bay. Um, most, most areas around, it's basically the tourist areas. And if you're going as a tourist, then you have to stay in those areas. Now here it says, when can I take my COVID test? Which is helpful. And they, they, they added this because you trying to figure it out. It was very confusing. I'm feel sorry for, for elder people, older people trying to go down and trying to understand all of this. Cause it is, it is a lot. So you select your arrival date, say it was 28th next week, Saturday, they're going to tell you earliest date to provide a test sample. So that means you would have to take your test by the 19th. So you couldn't take the 18th. You couldn't do it the 17th because it would be outside of that seven day window. So I would say you want probably want to do it. If you were flying the 28th, I would try and try and find somewhere two days after that earliest date. So you're still in the window and then you leave a couple days to know what your your result is so like me i'm in georgia and 
you may have to do some things. So I'm flying out of Miami, so I have to leave maybe two days early. So I don't want to get on the road and then find out that my test result was positive. So then I got to come all the way back and can't go to Jamaica. So you have to factor all of that in as far as the three dates that are important to remember. The earliest date to provide the sample, which means which is the seven date before your departure date. The date of when you expect to to get your results. They say two to three days. You might as well work with the two the two to three days. A lot of people have gotten it two days, but you still factor in that third day and maybe just a fourth day just to just to be on the safe side. So all of that. All of that is a lot to do to go to Jamaica, but hopefully when you get down there and you are drinking a margarita or a red stripe on the beach, you can say, well, it was worth it. To me, I'd rather just go to Mexico or Dominican Republic and not even deal with all this. Because the next issue you have, which I'm going to get to next, um, is the resilient corridors and quarantining, which is... Best you go to frequently asked questions and read through that because I think they're gonna over they're gonna over um how do i say this they're gonna say we're gonna have someone coming to that the address you provided on your immigration card we're gonna have a health worker come and check up on you twice a day and you have to check in on the app twice and and self self check your temperature twice a day now you may get down there and nobody come look for you and nothing. So based off of the information they put out, put out you just kind of expect that. So you expect the worst or you plan for the worst and you hope for the best. The worst would be someone coming to look for you twice a day to check up on you as a tourist. But you've got American, JetBlue, Spirit, um, Delta, all these airlines flying in, there's no way they can check up on all these people coming in. So, like I said, just prepare for it. So, when it said need a test, that, that's what the issue I had in June was find a registered lab near you. And I went on that, and it's basically it's not good information. So, I think they've um, relaxed that a bit now at this point to where just go to your health department or even CVS and any of these accredited labs that's doing the COVID test, you should be fine there. So, um, I mean, that's it pretty much as far as the the Jamaican tourists. I've got the authorization after you go through it. It's basically you submit the application for authorization and you get it back within two, three minutes. As long as you put in the information, proper information, where you're going to be, where you staying, and you know what they're required of you, then they're just going to give you this and you're going to present this when you check in to fly down. And that's it. But I'm going to do a follow-up of this video, hopefully, after I go. You don't know what the test is going to come back. If, if the test comes back positive, then I'm just going to go probably to the health and, and get another one for a second opinion just to know for sure. And when you have... A positive test and a negative test I mean what do you say for that what's what's the guidelines for that do you present the positive I mean present the negative so so like I said I mean if it's just a little vacation you want to get away from the cold 
go to DR, these places that are, aren't requiring the, the COVID, you know, don't, don't have the COVID PCR test requirements. So, good luck, everybody. I hope I covered everything. Um, leave comments down below. And that's the thing. The people who have gone and the people that are going, people that went yesterday, man, put out some information, you know, help people. I know this is new for everyone and they're just trying to keep everyone safe, but, you know, they want you to come down and spend that money. So do it by all means.